Hey, pop punk enthusiasts, welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney, and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. Thank you so much once again to the recurring listeners for tuning in to your favorite place to get some pop punk news and find your brand new favorite artist. If you're new here, hi, I'm Sydney. I'm the host of this podcast, as I said, and I started Pop Punk Promo with the vision of promoting smaller artists and specifically women in the scene. And it has grown to be so much more than just promoting artists. I even get to interview them. I've befriended some of them. I am just constantly promoting so many new artists, finding new musicians to enjoy myself, and then sharing them with all of you. And it's just been the most rewarding journey ever. So if this is your first time listening to Pop Punk Promo, Welcome to the family. I am so glad that you're here and I cannot wait to share so many incredible musicians with you. It is so important to me with the branding of my podcast to create a safe space for small artists to thrive as well as women because women musicians, especially in the pop punk scene and the alternative scene, have been looked down upon. They've had a lot harder time getting recognition than their male counterparts and it's really time for that to change there are so many incredible women trying to get into the scene whether it be instrumentally whether it be singing you know becoming an artist themselves whatever it is it's always astronomically harder for women to get the recognition they deserve so my big goal of pop punk promo is just to create a safe space for minorities lgbtq for women for small artists to truly thrive and find the people who want to listen to their music and to find the fans that they are so deserving of having if you love the artists that i share with you today if you love the content i'm giving to you please rate the podcast five stars on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. It lets me know that you enjoy what you're listening to and you enjoy the content that I'm providing to you. And if you've enjoyed this, please share it with a friend as well that you think might also enjoy it because truly the purpose of Pop Punk Promo is to share small artists with you, to share new musicians that are trying to make a breakthrough in the industry. And if you like what you're hearing, I'm sure someone else will as well. So make sure you share it with the world because that's truly all I want to do is just share incredible music with everyone and give spotlight to deserving musicians who really, really are so talented and deserve the spotlight. With all that being said, I've got a lot of news I'd like to share with you this week, so let's get into some pop punk news. We're going to start this week's news segment with a concert review for the Somerset. Now, some of you may know or remember that I just went to go see the Somerset's headlining tour in Milwaukee and Chicago. And oh my gosh, was it an incredible show. These two shows were some of the last ones for the tour with Nashville being the only one after them. Now, The band has already been on tour for about a month and a half, I would say, and they're absolutely killing it. Jess Bowen, their drummer, she just had shoulder surgery just before the tour and was advised by her doctor not to do the tour, and she did it anyway, and she's absolutely 
crushing it every single day, just perfectly in time with so much passion in just Bowen fashion. She is incredible. And then not only that, the set was about two hours long every single night. The summer set played 23 songs total every single night, ranging from songs off of their newest album all the way back to their very first album, some of their very first songs that they created 15 years ago. Some of you who have been long-term fans of the summer set probably know that about four years ago, the band did split up just due to pressures of touring and they just wanted to take some time for themselves and they didn't have any intention of coming back together. However, COVID happened and all of the members of the band ended up in Arizona at the same time and they decided, well, fuck, the world is insane right now. It's in shambles. We don't know how much time we have together. We don't know if we'll live forever or not. So fuck it. Let's get the band back together. And that brings me to what I believe to be the most heartwarming and just most enjoyable part of this tour. During about the last 30 minutes of the set, the band came out and instead of doing, you know, a regular encore, which they they were calling adult peekaboo because they, you know, leave the stage, hide for a while and come back and play like a song. So instead, the summer set was like, fuck that. We think that's lame. That's kind of silly. So we're just going to stay here, play like six more songs for you guys and then call it a night. So what they did was they started that segment with their brand new song called Back Together, which is essentially about how the band got back together during the hard times of COVID. It's just a very sweet, sentimental song. And they came off stage, they got into the center of the crowd, they they opened up a pit in the middle of the crowd, came out and did a little acoustic version of this song, which I thought was so sweet. And they sang along with everyone in the audience. And it was just such a sweet moment for the band and for the fans, especially the long-term ones who have been with them for the entire 15 years or most of that time. I really loved that the summer set created a set list that was good for old fans just as well as new fans. And they did everything they could to incorporate the crowd and kept the energy up the entire time, which was honestly so impressive considering this was the end of the tour and they had been doing two hour sets every single night. It was just honestly an amazing show and I had the best time ever. Another important piece of the tour that made it so incredible were the openers. So for these shows, the very first opener was Highwire, who is a small band that is local to Chicago. And I'd actually seen them a few times before. I believe they might have opened for the summer set the last time I saw them and maybe another band. But all I know is that they were very good. Yes, they were local. They weren't very well known at all, but they did put on a good show and I really did enjoy them. After Highwire was my bestie, Taylor Acorn. I love her so dearly. And I've seen her a few times live now. And every time she just puts on the best show. And after interviewing her and her amazing guitarist, Ricky Jab, I've become friends with them both. And I just have the best time chatting with them and seeing them at every performance. They just have so much fun on stage together. The chemistry is there. It is so fun. And Taylor even reached out to me 
at the Chicago show and she held my hand for a second while we were singing at each other and it was just like the cutest moment ever but I highly recommend you check her out and you see her live if you get the chance she is going to be opening for Loveless on his tour in just a couple weeks actually so if you're able to hit up that tour I highly recommend it because Loveless is incredible and Taylor Acorn obviously is incredible as well and she puts on the best live performance. After Taylor Acorn, the final opening act was Grayscale, who I actually had the pleasure of seeing a few weeks ago as well because they did a little mini tour before this tour and they had Taylor open for them. So I got to see all of that. I think I mentioned that in one of the episodes of the podcast and that was an incredible time. But Grayscale is a very talented band. They have a really exciting stage presence. They know that people love their music. They know people are singing and they're having a great time on stage, which I love and admire. So if you ever get the chance to see Grayscale, I highly recommend that you check them out because they do have really good music. And that's a wrap on the Summer Sets The Blossom Tour. I hope anyone who got to go out there and see the show really enjoyed it as much as I did. I know I had an amazing time there. It was such a fun show and it really helped that I did know all the openers and they were all really fun sets to me and I just would go back and do it again in a heartbeat so if you had the chance to go to the Blossom tour let me know on social media what you thought give me your review because I would love to know what you guys thought of the set list of the lights of the atmosphere what show you guys went to just let me know what you thought because I thought it was absolutely incredible Next up, we're going to put a little bit of spotlight on one of my favorite bands, Set It Off. The band recently embarked on what they're calling the Dopamine Tour, and it started on Monday in Baltimore, Maryland. And this tour is promoting the brand new Set It Off era. They released a new single called Punching Bag a few weeks ago, and it is dark. It reminds me of like the cinematic days of Set It Off, but like almost darker than that. And... The band even announced that they have gone completely independent now. They don't have a record label anymore. And as far as we can tell, there was no bad feelings surrounding that. They just simply wanted to go independent, which seems to be what a lot of artists are doing nowadays. And it gives them a lot more creative freedom to be themselves, whether or not their previous label was restricting or not. It is just a better move for some musicians. Set It Off is bringing Scene Queen on the Dopamine Tour with them, and I love this collaboration so much. You guys probably know I love Scene Queen, and I love Set It Off, and when they released Barbie and Ken together, I literally freaked out. It is the best collaboration, and in addition to Scene Queen, they're going to be bringing Weathers, In Her Own Words, and Rivals on a few of the dates. The tour is scheduled to go all through May and end on May 28th in Anaheim, California. Now, with tour opening up this week and Scene Queen being their main opener, the band has announced a brand new single in their new era called Win Win, and guess what? It features Scene Queen, and I'm so fucking excited for this, you guys. They teased the song yesterday with a video clip of Cody walking up to a phone booth and... He basically mimicked exactly what Scene Queen says in her song Barbie and Ken that features him in it. And he basically goes, hey, Hannah, I mean, Scene Queen, um, I have a song that I need you on like now. And it is just iconic. It is so incredible. And I can't wait to hear 
what the rest of the song sounds like. It comes out this Friday, May 5th. So make sure you check it out and you stay up a little late that night so you can hear it because that's exactly what I'm going to be doing and it's going to be amazing. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, that's a wrap on this week's news segment. So it's time to get to the part you're all waiting for. It is time for our featured artist segment. This week, I'm bringing to you a really cool musician who I think I literally just found on Instagram, and she plays guitar very well, and she is a fairly new artist. She's only been in the scene for a couple months now, and she just has a very unique stage presence, a very unique way of singing and writing music, and I think you guys are really going to love her. Without further ado, can I get a drum roll, please? This week's featured artist is none other than Sophie Shreds. All right, everybody. We're here today with Sophie Shreds. How are you doing today, Sophie? Good. How are you? I'm doing amazing. I'm so glad to have you on. Like I was saying, this is so exciting. And I just love getting, you know, female artists on here. So it'll be exciting. Do you want to just introduce yourself um, with your name, your pronouns, (laughs) all that good stuff, where you're from? Yeah, so my name's Sophie. Um, I'm originally from New Jersey, Jersey Shore area. I use she/her pronouns. Um, was that, that was was that? I it? Think, yeah, I think that was it. So you're originally from New Jersey. New Where Jersey. are you at now? Uh, Nashville. Nashville, nice, awesome. I feel like yeah. I know so many people from Nashville now. That's super cool. Yeah. I feel like I gotta I gotta at least make a trip down there. That'll be that'll be so exciting. I've never been there. Do you like it? Yeah, it's. It's a weird place, I would say, for <laughs> it's a weird place for me right now, figuring out as an artist like where I fit in here. Um yeah, I, I love it. I love it. So awesome. Nice. Okay. Well, so then how did you get your start in music? Like what kind of inspired you to start making music? How long have you been doing it? So my Sophie Shreds project, I've only been doing this project for not even a year. Um wow. I moved to Nashville four years ago um, and I went to Belmont University for commercial guitar. I really had no idea what I was going to do when I got here. I just was kind of like, give me the music and I'll figure it out. So I went down and then COVID happened. um, And I was, I was in a band before COVID with like a bunch of my friends from Belmont and we would do house shows and like, small venue stuff which was like a really fun experience just to like be in a group like playing songs that we wrote that was like I'd never done that before I'd been playing since I was seven but like just years like I would I was in like a bunch of you know like school of rock type things in my hometown like just trying to play and then um I moved down to Nashville um and then COVID hit and I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> because all I would do is play. And I had this like panic during COVID that was like, what if this is like a really long thing? And like, I can't play a show. What's going to happen? Like, yeah. it was just like a moment of like, what do I do? Like, I'm literally a guitar major at school. Like, and the only thing I know how to do is play music. So <laughs> at that point, I was kind of like, I just had this decision that I was going to drop out um, and go to like a trade school for audio engineering 
because I was really into mm-hmm. production, but I didn't know how to do it. I just would like, right. I had Logic and like GarageBand and I would just kind of like throw stuff in there. And I was like, okay, like I'm not like that bad, but I also have no idea what I'm doing. So um, I went to the school card called Dark Horse um, for audio engineering um, and graduated from there. And then I just kind of got into the whole like, production thing I don't produce my own songs like I'll start my own songs and make like demos but um yeah so I kind of just got into it from that and I was still playing with like other artists from Belmont and then eventually I just like I kind of just like always felt like something was missing from that I was like I love playing but like I'm just like not getting what I need out of this and then I kind of like at the beginning of last summer I was like just messing around with some stuff and I was like I think I'm just gonna like start my own project and like see what happens and here we are yeah yeah (laughs) yeah I don't know what I don't know what it is but I guess that's like a good pet name people it is I know yeah so (laughs) sorry for everyone I had to stop the recording but yeah my dog's name Sophie she was going off so we were talking about that but yeah um that's so funny. I don't, yeah, I don't know what draw like drew us to the name, but we were just like, oh, Sophie's so cute. So that's just like what we named her. But yeah, adorable. Okay, so I'm so sorry I, I had to cut you off there, but no, um, I didn't want it to like. Disrupt. I think I was kind of at the end of my my thought. How I yeah, you know, kind of how yeah. I got here. That's so cool that you yeah, and you've been doing guitar for so long. I feel like that's the one instrument that I've like always wanted to play, but like I never <laughs> got the motivation to do it. So like I. I admire people who actually do it because I, I would always try and like my fingers would hurt and I'm like I I just I never got the motivation to continue it's with it like, you know I remember when I <clears throat> was like younger and I started I was like I hate this like I, I was like <laughs> this hurts and I I was little like I didn't know I was just like okay I guess I'll do this and then it's yeah. easier so yeah and like I know my my parents got me a um an acoustic electric guitar for Christmas one year and I feel so bad because I like never used it I tried so hard I even got those like those videos you know that you, you could try yeah. and learn and I was I just I just couldn't do it I was like this hurts I'm not motivated enough and I play saxophone instead so you know okay. you it's cool I do. Yeah. Yeah. I I played like all through through college and everything. And I just graduated about five or six months ago. So I it's still pretty fresh in my mind and all that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's sick. Do you play any other instruments besides guitar? Um, not well. I I can play like I I can play a little bit of everything. um, But uh, guitar is my main my main instrument. I'd say like my next one would probably be bass. Ooh, but I'm nice. gonna say that very lightly. Yeah, <laughs> because it's like the notes, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Same vibe. Um, I'm horrible at piano. Oh my! Really? So yeah. I can't, <laughs> I can't do piano, but that's funny. Guitar. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Guitar is just one of those that I always, I always wish I could play, and I, I don't know. Maybe, it, maybe I will like take it seriously one day and actually do it. But yeah. Oh my god. You should. Sophie's going off again. I don't know if you can hear her, but she's just like losing her mind it's because she knows i'm here she's like you're saying my name who is this like (laughs) who's all right but how would you describe your personal brand and style with sophie shreds how would you like describe yourself to someone who didn't know what you did and who you are so yeah i think i'm like constantly figuring that out and like evolving with the project because i feel like when i started i was just like 
I knew I wanted to make some sort of like electronic project. Um, but as I've been like falling into it more, it's just getting more and more rock, but like with a lot of like the hyper pop and like electronic palette, like mixed in, um, it's yeah, it's it's weird because it's definitely not a thing here. So whenever I'm describing it, I always try to use like the safe words for Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> like, Hyper pop. But whenever I say that, people are like, What what does that mean to you? So it means something different to everybody. So I'm like, yeah. I'm sticking with like electronic rock for now to describe cool. the project. Honestly, I, I I would agree with that too, just based on like listening to the stuff you've released, some of the stuff you've sent me. Like, yeah, it it's definitely electronic rock. And yeah, it, I feel like hyper pop is just like, it's different for everyone. And I feel like yeah. genres are so like interchangeable nowadays that it's it's very hard to like pinpoint that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah and I, I think that's I'm very not funny. really super pop. I'd say if anything, I kind of dig into like the punk like absolutely. I'd be more like hyper punk, you know? Yeah. Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I just love what you're doing too. Like you're so you. unique in yourself and it's different from stuff that I've been hearing from anyone else, which is awesome. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. And then I'm assuming you're an independent artist. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Awesome. Do you like that? Or do you have any hopes to be like um, on a record label? At for some now, I, I do enjoy it for now. I think like it's especially while I'm still figuring out like this project has actually like been moving a lot faster than I could have even imagined. Like I started this in July and I'm like halfway through like an album already um wow more than more than halfway I just like I've gotten super super lucky with just like falling into the right people and just like meeting the right people and like just really quickly finding the people who I mesh well with Um, that's amazing yeah so it's been like super like it just feel like when you know when you do something and like you're like oh this just like feels right like I feel yeah. like I haven't been at any like yet I haven't been at any hard moments where I'm like ooh should I be doing this like I feel like it's all kind of just been like falling into place how it's supposed to so it feels nice <laughs> that's amazing oh my gosh and it you just have so much passion for it too and I love that and like you haven't been doing this for very long and it's just you're you've got a really good thing going for you and Thank you. that's amazing yeah um. How, I guess, so on the podcast, I like to talk about, like, women, obviously, and how we, like, have our space at the table and the music industry and all that. So I'm just wondering how being, like, a woman presenting person has affected your success. Have you run into any, like, struggles with that thus far or anything? What's your experience? Um, I think, like, at first, like, being a woman guitarist has always been kind of, like, you get like looked down on a little bit no matter what like people are like oh it's just a girl who's probably going to come out and play rhythm guitar I feel like I've always had that assumption be made about me um like that I'm just going to come out and play a few chords and like I think I've kind of had to prove that through the years like no I'm gonna come out and like I'm gonna rip a solo so like hell yeah and I mean like hence the name Sophie Shreds like like honestly as badass as the name is it's unfortunate that you kind of have to do that to like well that's actually it's funny like hearing that out loud too (laughs) because it was kind of like 
a meme for a while. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when I would play around Nashville, like people just started being like, oh, Sophie Shred. It was just like kind of like a meme and like yeah. people would say it. And then I like made that my Instagram name when I was like trying to get gigs like playing with people and I was like I feel like this will be more obvious like yeah exactly and then like you know like the whole like hyper pop and like the branding for that is like kind of silly like and my personality like I'm I'm pretty silly like I am very serious about this but I like to just like put my personality into it and I felt like it was like the perfect amount of like you know like yeah so yeah. it just felt right when I like picked it because I struggled like coming up with a name for a while. I was like, what am I going to be called? And then it kind of just like happened. I know because you're sitting here. It was my like... nickname. Like people would say that. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to keep it. You're like, I love it. Um, it it's funny though, because like I've always thought about if I was like a musician, like what I would name myself. Because I'm like, my my name, I don't, it doesn't sound like punk rock or anything. I feel like it would have to be like a Sydney Shreds type situation. You know what I mean? A Sydney yeah. something because like like a fake last name because I I just doesn't feel right to me. And like you have to find the right amount of like you know like not cringe. I don't know what the word I'm thinking of. I'm <laughs> yeah, like, no, but I know well, what you, mean. you know what I'm talking about of like professional, but like also fun and like make it sound cool and like it's a struggle. I get it. <laughs> I know what you mean. Like I feel I'm always like. When I'm like, hey, I'm Sophie Shreds, it's like, it's giving like a little bit of cringe, but like, you know, it just makes sense. It does make sense. And I love it personally. I think it's amazing. And like, it, it shows the brand, it shows who you are, it shows what you do. So like, it's perfect. You want people to know who you are and what you're doing. So yeah, thank I you. think you made a good choice. <laughs> amazing. All right. Um, My next question for you is. I'm assuming you utilize TikTok for promotion. Is that correct? I do. You do? Yeah. How do I you do. like that? How is it kind of influencing um, It's a thing that's there. Um, it is. <laughs> no. I mean, honestly, it's a great tool that I should be doing more of. I, I find myself getting into these little patterns of being like, I'm just going to post, post, post and like see what happens. And like, yeah. it's just so discouraging to be see videos like I'll post a guitar video and then like I'll see somebody else post four chords and it has like a million views and I'm like right. what am I doing wrong but it's like I I have a love-hate relationship with it because I feel yeah. like even if you just post it proves that you're doing something mm -hmm. like I just I feel like numbers are great in the grand scheme of things but at the end of the day, like I want the fans that are going to stick and like are going to see my stuff and be like, oh, she's sick. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? And like, yeah. I feel like I've gotten slowly more and more of those people like gravitating towards my page. So, yeah. And I feel not, like I feel like, even, yeah, even if you don't have like that hit video every time, like at least you have content so that when that right person comes around, they just keep scrolling and they keep looking at what you're doing. And they're like, wow, I love everything she's doing and there's stuff there for people to see, you know? So like, and I mean, like think cool. about how many people now are doing, you know, listen to my new single. Like it's literally just that's TikTok now. And it's like, my entire found page. Some really, really cool people on there. But then I'm like trying to like, I just sometimes want to see a funny video. 
Like I just sometimes I'm like, show me something. I, I just want to laugh right now. Like I know I'm like my whole thing is like, here's my new single, and I'm like, I want it to be funny though. Can I find where's the funny memes? Like right, but like I do. I mean, it's all recycled content. Like I'll be like, oh, I just did that video that that girl posted, and I just did that video that you know, like it's like we all kind of take from each other, but it's it's an a thing, you know. It is love hate yeah. relationships. That's cool. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that too. Cause I I literally was just making a couple of TikToks before this because I I have been so lazy lately and I have not been making content for like myself and my podcast and everything. And I'm just like, man, it's so hard. It is frustrating. I do understand. Like it's like, why would I keep doing this if nobody's watching? You know what I mean? But, but there are people yeah. who are watching. And exactly. It's, it's a lot to do. Like it's the content that they want for like a video that's gonna blow up is like three times a day you know like you got to be posting all the time but then it's like you have to follow the trends and like you and have that's to exhausting. You just post about it's it's a lot and like as an independent artist like everybody probably says this but like we do have a lot going on besides creating this content it's like uh I mean, I know for like my project, I'm when I'm releasing a song, I'm mentally on the next song, <laughs> like yeah. thinking, what's my cover going to be like, how am I going to promote this? Like, you know, just what am I going to wear? What's my vision? But I'm like also very into making every song like a story and a style and like creating this like picture of, you know, what's going to yeah. be that the brand I- of that song. I love that. And I love how much goes into every single piece too. Like, it's so cool for me, like looking behind the scenes and seeing what goes on, you know, to like put a single out, to put an EP out, to do whatever. And like the vision in your head, like that's so important. And like, it's so much more than what anyone else sees, which is like what you were saying, you know, like, yeah, it's, that's it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. That's like, and people are like, oh, why don't you just like release a song like the next week? I'm like, well, because there's a lot of things that need to happen before I'm yeah. like, here's this next piece of this. And like, I'm working with different producers and mixers and like mastering and then like the photos yeah. and the exactly. covers and, you know, I could go on about Yeah, and that is something <laughs> that people who don't have any like audio background don't understand either because I also have audio background I did some audio engineering in college as well so like yeah I I know a little bit of how that works and I know that it's a lot of people think it's like one person doing it all and that's just like not true it's like you have your recording you have your your mixer you have the master you have you know right everything and it's just like it's crazy what all goes into a song process for like and that's just for like one song too yeah and then you might want to make a music video and you want to get promo and you're like what am I gonna do what am I gonna like you said what are you gonna wear like it's yeah. it's all it's all and a process with so the cool. branding and like how do you want people to see you for this thing you know so exactly it's a awesome lot. that's awesome okay um my next question for you so what um artists or bands like do you take <clears> the most inspiration for like what what who would you like take all of your inspiration for for um for your music? Yeah, I I love this question because yeah. I, I'm so weird because I have my inspirations for guitar and then like I have like my lyrical inspiration. Yeah. Like my artist who I'm like, I'm obsessed with you. Like everything you're doing is perfect. Yeah. Um my favorite artist right now is Ash Nico. I don't know. If, nice. Do you, do I you see. Know yes. Yes, I do. Um I just like I just love like 
I just love all of her content. Like, I just yeah. think the way that she brands herself and also, like, like she's just really, she's really good at it. And, like, she's, she's a really so good unique. example and, like, somebody that I look up to. But, like, guitar-wise, and this is so funny because this isn't going to match anything that I do, but do you know who <laughs> Tosh Sultana is? I don't think so. They are, um, like, a psychedelic rock just like Ooh. a solo act, like very cool vibes, like like super vibey. Yeah, um, awesome. Just like a one man band, like crazy. Like you should really check them out. They are just. Insane. I'll have to. That sounds insane. super awesome. Like, just not, but not lyrically, but the music part of it. I'm just okay. like, I love everything about their playing. Like, they just inspire my guitar playing so much. Like, that's like my. Yes one of my biggest inspirations but lyrically i'd say like ash nico charlie xcx rico yeah. nasty um yeah. i don't know if you know underscores maybe underscores sure. is a big one for me like lyrically and like musically nice. um but it's weird because i'm also like i'm i feel like i just mix so many genres when i'm creating so I'm like looking at so many different things at once but Ashniko yeah. for sure I think is like the one that's most like sounds like and like feels like yeah mine. I definitely see that too because I, I don't know a ton about her but I have heard um quite a few of her songs and I yeah I definitely get the vibe from you that that it's the same thing yeah. that's awesome I yeah. see the inspiration for sure amazing all right. And then I guess my next question for you then is like, who are some of your just personal favorite music artists, whether you take inspiration from them or just you enjoy listening to them? Okay. I kind of said, I kind of already like said, but Tasha okay. um, I really like Charlie. I know that that's such yeah. like a basic answer for like, <laughs> um, an electronic person, but like, I really just feel like she does everything. Like, yeah. And she has so many songs and she's created like so many different types of albums. Exactly. Um, I yeah. just think that like she really is somebody who just knows what she's doing. Yeah, um, she is. She's cool too. And like, if you like her, then you like her, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And I really like, you know, like 100 Gex. That's also a really basic hyper pop answer, but 100 I don't Gex. know if I do actually. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, these people are more in like the hyper pop, like electronic. Um, okay, yeah, and I'm I don't listen to a ton of that. It's definitely more like rock is what I listen to. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's cool though. Nice. Yeah, I'm really just big into like artists who are like I'm a bad bitch vibes. Like that's just like I just love that. I don't know why, yeah. but and I feel like it's like that's kind of how I lean with my project, but like yeah. I don't do it as over the top as like Nico would be, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know who Delilah Bond is at all? I don't. Oh my gosh. She, she's amazing. She's a UK artist that like, it's literally just, I'm a bad bitch vibes is like what she gives off. So like, <laughs> I'll have to send you some of her music because yeah, I think, I do. think you would really like it based on some of the answers you've been giving. So yeah she's really cool she's one that i would i would definitely recommend to you yeah, yeah please, awesome. please do i will yes i love sharing music with people obviously that's why we're here <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so then i guess next question for you then 
Um, who would be your dream artist or band to go on tour with? Like, who would you want in your like dream lineup for a tour? Oh gosh, that is a crazy question. It is a crazy question, um, but it is a valid question. <laughs> I know it is. It's such a valid I mean, like, that's just it. Kind of goes back to like me being like. I'm so logical about these things being like, where do I fit? Like not who are my favorite people, but honestly, like I do think I would be a good opener for Ash Nico. Like I think I, I agree. I think I would slay that. I think so too. I like genuinely, I think your two genres and like your two vibes would mesh so well. I think it would be a really, I think it would be a great duo. Yeah. I think her fans would really like you. Also, so. I've mentioned this and you said you don't know her, but underscores. I think right? that you I think you would like underscores it sounds it's familiar a, it, but I she's don't know. like a really good mix between like punk and like the midwest emo guitar oh, electronic nice. like okay yeah I would I would definitely would, like her that you would like okay her. nice yeah I will have to I will have to give her a I'll listen. send you I'll send you some stuff you send me some stuff. I'll send I will. Some yes, stuff. that's how this works, right? I share music. You share music. We all share music, right? <laughs> amazing. But yeah, yeah, I definitely think you'd be a great opener for Ash Nico. That would be amazing. And yeah, if you once you listen to Delilah Bond, I think you would like her too. But maybe I'll be a good opener for her. I think so. I think you would be. But yeah, <laughs> awesome. Okay, and then I guess next question for you then, um, just. Tell me about your newest single, Demon Hour. You just released that, I think, like last week or the week before. Um, yeah. Tell us about it. What was the inspiration? Just let us know everything. <laughs> um, it's funny because I feel like with my stuff, like, I just, like, go into it having no expectation. And I think, like, <laughs> in the moment, whatever comes out and whatever I say, I'm like, okay, this, like, feels like, this feels like right so i'm uh the song features stecker and ameva um stecker is one of the producers on the song i remember i like came up with the guitar riff and i brought it to stecker because i hadn't written with him yet and people were telling me he was like a good electronic producer and i was like let me just like start this do some guitar stuff and i'll bring it to him and ameva i write with she literally writes on every song so like if nice. you yeah. to phantom or like any of my stuff that's gonna come out she's probably written on it um awesome. she's insane she's amazing but we got into that room that day and I just remember like I worked like a really really long shift at my old job and I was so tired and I was like guys it's demon hour right now like I'm, just, <laughs> I'm feral I was like, I'm literally feral I don't know what I'm talking about and we just like wrote the whole song in like an hour it was that's amazing that is um, the best energy I love that <laughs> I think the thing about my project that's like kind of cool is like Sophie Shreds feels kind of like a character to me of like yeah. what I would say if I wasn't like, I feel like I'm actually, like, a really shy person when it comes yeah. to expressing my feelings. So, like, Sophie Shreds is, like, that bad bitch character that's, like, this is what you actually want to say. But you're, I like, that. but you're a little awkward, like, socially awkward. So yeah. Oh, my God. I, I relate to that so hard, too, because I'm the same way. And, like, I've always been very shy and very, like, introverted. And I don't really like talking to people. But here I am talking to people, right? Like, right. it's weird. So, like, I, I definitely put on a little bit of a different persona when I'm, like, 
doing these interviews when I'm right. like meeting, you know, musicians and stuff like that. Like I, I get that. That's that's cool. I love that you have that. And like, I don't know, I feel like to a certain extent, a lot of musicians feel that same way. You know, they feel a little bit right. of like, you know, like it, it's a persona. It's an alternate, you know, uh, personality. And I think that's so cool, you know. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I feel, especially like performing live. Like when I have to go, like when I go up there and do some of these songs, I'm like, I like kind of black out the second before I get up there. (laughs) And then I get up there and like my Sophie Shreds demon like takes over. And then I do the whole show and I'm like, who was that? Because that wasn't me. (laughs) You're like, I think a demon literally possessed me, sang some songs, and then walked out. (laughs) I my last show I played was kind of like it was weird because it was like everybody was sitting down and I'm like very much like an energy person and I'm like feeding off of what's happening. And I just remember like like I'm jumping and I like let out this like scream and I was like, these people are not vibing. But I was like, I'm just going to do it because it's like <laughs> what happens. I feel and like it's one of those things where you're like, when you open for, for someone, you get those people in the crowd that are like, what the fuck like, who is she this? doing? Right. But then yeah. you have your fans and your people and they're like, yeah, she's screaming. And it's just like, yeah. you got to wait for your people to come around, you know, like you got to yeah. get, you got to get them used to. <laughs> yeah. And that's just, that's been a thing like in Nashville, like, I just sometimes find myself on bills that I do not fit on. (laughs) But I'm like, let me just get in front of people and like maybe some of these people will like me. Yeah, exactly. It's worked so far. So I'm going to keep. Yeah, I I guarantee you. I guarantee you, you play in front of any crowd, there will be at least a few people who enjoy what you're doing, even if it's not necessarily what they came for. You know, they'll be like, oh, this is so cool. I love what she's doing. And like, I can't even tell you how many musicians I've fallen in love with just based on seeing them live for the first time. And that's the first thing I know about them. And I'm like, wow, they're such an incredible performer. <laughs> like, you know, that's the best way I think to win someone over and like get them to listen to your music. It's, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of like the goal with my project was I feel like when I would play guitar for people, like I would be in these like really good bands like the musicians were really talented but like some of the artists just like wouldn't really like or like have maybe never played a show like I would be on a lot of like one-off shows where like the artist would play like one show and then not play for a really long time and like they would like get get up there and like not really know how to like you know do the show I guess Yeah. (laughs) yeah I think my goal with my project was like I just like love performing and I just like wanted to put together a show that was like kind of weird for Nashville like I want to have stadium production lights in like a dive bar because that's That's like amazing like what are you doing like why is who does this girl think she is like why is she strobing right now like like, in a dive bar yeah like why does she have this what's going on but I feel like I kind of achieved that with my release show I had this whole like light set up and I was like really vibing and I was like, this is like what my show is like supposed to be like. Oh, that's um, so fun. Yeah. So that was kind of the vibe. I love that. Um, do you have any live shows coming up at all? And 
anywhere. I actually have one this Saturday um, under an underpass. I know that (laughs) it's literally like in a tunnel. (laughs) And I went to the last one and I'd been like waiting for something like this in Nashville to be happening because and it was called like the tunnel rave or something. Oh, that's cool. And um, last time it was a bunch of DJs. Um, This time it's like a bunch of like rock bands and like my friend Coleman X is playing and he's like a synth pop like dance pop artist. He's really cool. Nice. Um, But last time it was pouring rain and like the rain started flooding in and I turn around and everybody's just like running and I'm in my docks. So like I can't (laughs) feel the water coming in and I'm like, why is everybody running? (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, this is flooding in. Oh no. Really cool vibe. Like I've been to a lot of shows in Nashville, but that one was kind of like, it felt like really weird and like underground and like just perfect, like the perfect, like just sus vibes for a show. I loved it. I loved it. It was that's, a, that's <laughs> you're doing like the same thing then this weekend. Yeah, so it's the it's in the same place. Um, it's in a tunnel. Like, and when that's I say good. tunnel, I like at first I was like, "What is this tunnel gonna be like?" But it's literally like under a bridge. Yeah, inside of a tunnel. That's insane. Like and they just like they just like close it off for this like event. No, they it's, don't like. It's just like literally like under like there's no you like drive to it it's like in a parking lot kind of okay um, okay and it's like under the bridge but like you can't really drive down there so like they okay don't have- i i was totally picturing like a freeway bridge you know and i'm no that's like- what i was picturing at first too <laughs> but like it's really hard to describe unless you like go but anyway so yeah that's sick though that's, that's that sounds like immaculate vibes yeah, I'm like excited to play because when I went, I was like, I want to just run through this tunnel and scream. That's all I want to do. <laughs> Thread through the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, I have like a wireless guitar thing, so I'll just like run through. That's amazing. It'll I be, love that so much. Great. All right. So we've got the tunnel, the tunnel rail. Um, and then I, have, <laughs> I do have some, I think my next one after that is like, july so kind of irrelevant at this point but i'm booking some in june it's kind of like i just kind of take them as they come yeah um, type thing so but that's the one that i know that's next sweet awesome well that's so exciting and then do you just play basically in nashville right now have you like right now yeah Um, i'm planning like a little summer tour with uh glitch gum if you know who that is I don't think so. Um, that sounds fun. Hyperpop artists. We're gonna just hit probably like Atlanta, Chicago, New York. Nice dates. Like we're just doing like some weekends. Yeah, that's awesome though. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited for it. Yeah, amazing. Just getting your name out there and getting yeah. other people and other parts that's of the, the fun country. part is like playing these like little spots that like people don't know who I am. So I'm just like. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I just like really want to see how people react to my stuff. Like that's just the fun of it for me right now. Is yeah. like figuring out like what people think of me. Do they think yeah. I'm like some crazy? Person? I mean, everyone will probably well, not everyone, but there will always be people who think what you're doing is crazy. But some people will think that's crazy good, and some people are like, that's not my thing, you know. So you just gotta find the crazy good people, which right. Right. is amazing. Yeah. And there's there's so many like weirdo weirdos out there right now. Like, like I, know, I like, love it. 
like Tilly's one of them, if you know who she is. Um, Femme is a little weird. Um, I'm trying to think. Royal and the Serpent, they're a little weird oh, yeah. too. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's a lot of weirdos in rock right now. Like, just vibe with them and like find find your people. That that's all I can say, really. So. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, um, okay, I guess next question for you. Um, as a little a little bit of a heavy hitter, um, what is one song written by another artist that you wish that you would have written yourself? Ooh. <laughs> this is a crazy question. I know. Everyone um, I've ever asked this to was like, what the hell? How am I supposed to pick this? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, like, there are so many answers to this question to be honest um i know i know i know it's hard to pick like just one even if you have like two answers you know <laughs> okay probably i have like so many songs that i'm like i literally could have written that spoiled little brat by underscores i literally could have written that song and um Eat Spit by Slush Puppy and Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to listen to these cuz I'm unfamiliar, but I believe you when eat you say spit, that. You like, could have written that. <laughs> eat Spit is my reference song for literally every song that I make because the mix is just literally so fat. Like I oh have not god. heard a mix that was like so satisfying i used to like drive to my when i would have to open at my old job at like 4 30 in the morning that was the song that i would like put on and i was like okay i'm ready for the day now <laughs> yeah i love that like i love having that just like driving song in the morning we're like yes let's fucking go it's gonna be a great fucking day like yeah amazing i love yeah. that and they're like that that song is like a pretty heavy song so yeah. I think you'll like it. I think you'll yeah. like it. Hell yeah. Yes. I will need to like do an exchange of like all the songs we've talked about and be like, okay, this is what you got to listen to because I, I'll forget otherwise. So <laughs> no, yeah. But, but I'm excited to listen to all the songs that you've mentioned because I, I love this when, when people tell me songs that I don't know because I'm like, oh, more stuff for me to listen to. Yes, yes. I love it. Awesome. Okay. Next question. What artist would you really like to work on a collab with in the future okay this one honestly like I feel like I have so many people that I'm like <laughs> like obviously I would love to say Ash Nico but yeah. I think that like I would vibe better with like maybe I don't, I don't even know this is like crazy because <laughs> I like think about being in rooms with these people and I would probably be so scared like <laughs> oh absolutely I would be like shaking and I'm like I'm supposed um, to just sing in front of you I'd be like what <laughs> yeah like yeah. I don't that's that's like a crazy one I know um, <laughs> I I'm known for giving tough questions I like but I love doing it so <laughs> I feel like it puts a unique spin to the interview <laughs> yeah honestly like I feel like somebody like if you well you don't know the song Eat Spit but like Slush Puppy I would love to do a collab with him I think that would be really cool or like Rico Nasty so we yeah. could just scream back and forth that would be oh cool. my god that would be wonderful um, but yeah I mean I would obviously take the Ash Nico collab too that would be that would be fun hell yeah I could see you um, doing a collaboration with like Scene Queen or something. Oh, Do you who's know that? Scene? You don't know Scene Queen? Oh my god! No. Okay, she is she's insane. She's like she's blowing up a lot in like the like pop punk metalcore kind of 
she's very she's a very unique genre but um she screams a lot in her songs it's her lyrics are very like silly they're like they're cutting edge you know i feel like it would vibe very well with, okay with I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to check i'm gonna have I, to check her out because i feel like her like lyrics mixed with like shredding guitar and then like the screaming would be like amazing uh-huh. i think you guys would make an incredible collaboration i think that would be awesome <laughs> yeah no that would be sick. i'll have to send you some of her songs because she's cool yeah. awesome Look, i feel like oh, yeah. willow willow would be a good yeah yes yes i agree with that 100 percent. nice okay let's see another heavy hitting question because here we I'm go ter- i'm terrible okay so if you could listen to one album for the rest of your life what album would it be <laughs> you continue to do this and you know i'm gonna look back on all of my answers and be like why didn't i say this you're gonna be like i was under pressure <laughs> oh my gosh i only get one yes unfortunately in this extremely rare scenario you only get one very unlikely scenario. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh this is crazy um <laughs> I'm just curious. I just want to know what people say, you know? I know, but it's I like know what I would say, but I there's plenty that I could say, you know what I mean? Like I mean that this is like a crazy one. This is I feel like my issue is that I listen to like I'll find artists and be like, I really like this song, this song, this song, but like I don't love the full album. Huh. And see, I, for me, I'm such an album person. Like I, I like connect with full albums and like their like storylines yeah. and stuff. And that's like so who I am. So I it yeah, I'm always just curious to know, you know. Yeah, I mean, I just I jump around so much like with the people that I like and like I'll pick out specific things of people that I like, and then I'm like, I don't know about this full album. Yeah. But- Honestly, I'm going to go with, I don't know. <laughs> this is so crazy. <laughs> this one. Hmm. Uh, yeah. What's, what's your answer? Okay. Yeah. See, this is hard when you spin it on me. Uh, okay. For, <laughs> yeah. for me. Uno, uno reverse. I Uno reverse. Okay. I, the ones that come to my mind the most would either be The Peace and the Panic by Neck Deep or fandom by water parks okay i don't know either of them that's okay i I know of them but i don't know the um don't know yeah the albums yeah that's okay but those would be like my picks i I would actually probably pick water parks first because they're my favorite band and if i couldn't listen to them ever i think i would die so (laughs) i I grew up with so much classic rock and like yeah like honestly any of like the Zeppelin albums that was like I would go home after school every day and just like listen to those albums and like try to learn all of the riffs because I'm just like my guitar influences are like all classic rock yeah that so I probably have to pick like like a Zeppelin album maybe Ooh. two or four okay yeah yeah so I'm awesome. switching it up here I'm switching it up <laughs> I love that though because like four. yeah I love that um 
Yeah, classic rock, like, I definitely, like, grew up on a lot of that, too. Like, I grew up playing Guitar Hero, and, like, even though I didn't actually play guitar, I was like, I'm so fucking good at Guitar Hero. Like, I love that <laughs> shit. And, like, yeah, so I grew up on a lot of heavier stuff. Like, like Metallica, I really like. Um, Like, so Guns N' Roses, obviously, and, like, yeah. Yeah. Aerosmith. Yeah. Yeah. And, super and Dark Side of the Moon was a big one for me, too. Ooh, nice. Like, I know that that's like such a dad answer. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a dad response. But like that album for me in high school was like huge. Like I would listen to that all the time and be like, how did they make this? I'm right. Like, and then I'm I like, know. Okay, now I like don't make that. <laughs> I, I like hyper analyze albums all the time and just music. I'm like, I want to know how you did that. Like, like Tilly made a song and when I interviewed her, I, I was like, how did you do that? And she told me exactly how she made her voice sound the way she did. And I was like, thank you. I needed this for my soul. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's incredible. Okay. Um, we're going to start wrapping up the interview a little bit here. So I guess one of my last questions for you, are you releasing any new music anytime soon? Is there anything you can kind of tease for us a little bit? So I I sent you that link, right? You did. I, I did listen to them. I don't want to leak anything that you're not supposed to. So once we're off of this, but, I'll let you know what my favorites were. But I did really enjoy the demo. So the next one I'm releasing is R.I.P. Yeah. Okay. That one was the one that I liked the most. So yeah. um, that was what I didn't want to spoil. I really I'm liked that one. <laughs> so excited about that one. Um, oh. And then I'm making... I'm in the process of a video for Eyes on Me, if you listen to that one. Nice. Okay, yeah, I did listen to them all, and um, I just had it on while I was, like, doing laundry and stuff. But R.I.P. is, like, one of my favorites. Um, I made that one with my friend Alexander, and that, I remember, like, that song was so weird for me because I started writing that one, and that was the first song that I ever started writing on my, like, lyrically on my own, because yeah. I'm... I'm very much like a music person. Like, this is what the music should sound like. And I was like, I'm just going to like mess around. Like I had an idea for like some guitar stuff and I knew I wanted some like, I wanted like heavy guitar, but I was like, I'm just going to start writing and see what happens. So that was like one of the songs that I started writing on my own. And I like sent it to him and I was like, is this good? Like, I was like, I don't even know if this is good. Like, I was like, I've been sitting here for literally eight hours. Like, is this good? And I sent it to him. And like the next morning, he'd sent me like a full like track and was like, we're going to write this. And I was like, okay, period. I guess That's so good. cool. I, I love that. So we, yeah, that was like a fun, we, I wanted to play it at my release show and I did. Um, but the process for that was like, I went home for Christmas and then I came back and we had like a few days to like write the whole thing. And I remember we were just like, what do we, what do we do? <laughs> we wrote the whole song and it was, it's like one of my favorites. So I'm yeah. really excited about it. It's amazing. Yeah. That was the one that I listened to and I was like, I need to let her know that this one is so good because it. I really, really enjoyed that one. So that makes me happy that that's like the next one you're going to release because I, yeah, I need to be able to stream it, you know? <laughs> it's coming. It's coming very soon. Um, wrapping it up. Now. Awesome. Amazing. So um, probably in the next like couple months, basically. Probably in the next like month or so. Yo, I love so, that. Like, we're looking oh, at like... I love to hear it. <laughs> maybe rough estimate like June, July, hopefully. Oh my gosh. Amazing. I'm so excited. That, yeah. that makes me so excited for you. Thank ah, you. I love Thank that. You. And yeah, and then we've got 
some potential shows to look forward to, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, I I don't live close to Chicago, but I live I travel to Chicago sometimes, right, for shows. So where, like, where are you? Uh, I'm in Minnesota. I'm in Minneapolis. Okay. So it's like it's like six hours from Chicago. But I literally I was just there this past weekend, and then like um I'm going there again in like two weeks. But if your Chicago show hen- ends up being like you know on you know a time that I could go, maybe I'll maybe I'll come see it. That would be kind of sick. Yeah. So, that would be awesome. That would be sick. But yeah, I I would love to like I. You just sound like a, an incredible performer and it sounds like you have a lot of fun. You just do do whatever it is you want to do. And I love that. So just do the thing. Yeah. Do the thing. Make the music. Scream. Yes. That's, that's the goal. <laughs> that's, that's, that should be the motto. Make the music. Do the thing. Scream. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sophie, it has been so incredibly awesome talking to you today. Um, is there anything else that you want? the listeners to know it all before we wrap this up maybe where we can follow you on social media anything like that yeah so my handles are at sophie shreds with a z at the end that's important because i tell a lot of people and they're like i can't find you and i'm like well z at the you end. didn't put the z tiktok instagram sophie shreds follow me hell yeah i already do <laughs> <laughs> amazing all right well it's been so great like i said having you on today and you've been so fun to talk to and thank you so much for having me i just can't wait to see how you progress and how you grow and you know this is still pretty new for you and i'm i'm just so excited to see where you go it'll be exciting yeah me too thank you just just stay true to yourself stay true to who you are and like even if people are like who the hell is that on the stage i promise one day they they will love you and they will be like, why the hell did I get to her sooner? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. All right. Thank you so much for this amazing chat and we'll talk again soon. All right. right. See you later. See ya. All right. Pop punk enthusiasts. That was Sophie shreds. I hope you guys really enjoyed this interview with her today. She was so much fun to have on the podcast and As always, you can follow her on social media at Sophie Shreds with a Z at the end. That is important. I'm just really excited to bring to you guys a woman guitarist. This is so cool. And yes, she is an artist and she puts out her own music, but guitar is where she really, really shines. And I hope you guys enjoy the two songs she has out right now. Her newest one, Demon Hour, is incredible. And then you could also stream her other single titled Phantom. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, this is where I'm going to have to leave you for the week. I am so thankful for each and every one of you. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast, a reminder that we do air every single week at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Wednesday nights. Now, with that being said, next week, we will not have a new episode of Pop Punk Promo because... I will be following the water parks tour in the Midwest here. So I will be out of town for about a week going to see my favorite band live for a few nights. And I am so incredibly stoked about it. But in the meantime, you can catch up on any episodes that you've missed. Make sure you share an episode that you enjoy with a friend or two. Keep the momentum going and keep sharing all of the wonderful musicians that I have to offer for you guys. If you want to help support Pop Punk Promo in any other way, you can join my Patreon. You can get some extra perks on there. 
or you could order yourself a little bit of merch for my merch store. Go to poppunkpromo.store and you can order a t-shirt or some stickers. Get one for you, for a friend. It's graduation season. All of those good things. You can order something as a gift and I would really appreciate that. Until next time, I hope you guys have a great couple of weeks, pop punk enthusiasts. Take care of each other. Make sure you get out, get some sunshine. If you're somewhere like me in the Midwest where we don't get a lot of sun, it's starting to finally warm up because it's May. Make sure you enjoy some sunshine. I know I for sure will be. So take care of each other. And thank you again for tuning in every single week to the podcast. It means so much to me. So I'll catch you guys again in two weeks for a brand new episode. See you guys later.